And hello, hello, welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. It is Zach, Alex, and always after a Kansas race, Jackson Todd with us here on the Gay Racing Podcast. Um, back to talk about the amazing Kansas race that we saw, race of the year. Clap if you disagree. No one's clapping. Um, and do we still have our live studio audience, Alex? Yeah, we do. <laughs> okay, so... Um, behind the scenes, this is the second time we're recording this. Um, but this is <laughs> the first, one. the first or second ever gay racing podcast recording with a live <laughs> studio audience. <laughs> so, um, Kyle, our good friend, is yeah. with Alex in person because they went to Kansas together. So Jackson was also, of course, at the racetrack. So I'm gonna let them talk a lot for a little bit. Jackson has to leave in the middle of the episode, but we're gonna let. Um, these three kind of talk about their experience at Kansas. So we're just going to go ahead and get started with um, um, our special shout out. Actually, I almost forgot. Alex, do you want to quickly talk about um, our special listener that met us at um, or that me- not met us, met you? <laughs> met, he wanted to meet me, but met you at Kansas. Yeah. So longtime listener, John, uh, shout out. Thanks for chatting with me earlier today. You're going to get Slay of the Week. Congratulations. Slay of the Week. Congratulations. Slay of the Week. Fox can't get it. Applause. Applause. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I had a lot of fun chatting with you earlier today, John. And uh, thank you for supporting us. You went back and listened to a whole bunch of old episodes when you started listening. Uh, Really appreciate that. And to all of you for listening to us as well. I mean, we've been growing a lot and we really appreciate it. Yeah been awesome um hopefully i'll meet john one day um next time me and alex yes. are at the same track um but yeah so, get you to kansas girl yeah i really. i well after, after this after, after today's race after i'm today. down when you try Listen, to get I me think... to go into kansas you try to get me to go to kansas in like 2020 and i'm just like girl please <laughs> maybe this fall i know you're gonna be working but like listen maybe I like i don't hate the idea to be honest with you but Listen, it'll give me a I reason can, to take a few days off. I don't care. Listen, you canceled on me for the summer. I can. Yeah, I'll do some. <laughs> we got to meet up this year. <laughs> we we'll, tr- we'll see if it happens. But um, yeah, let's go no ahead. Pressure, and, let's go ahead and talk cool. about um what is being dubbed quintessential NASCAR. My favorite word, quintessential. Um, because <laughs> it was just enjoyable. All four hundred miles were enjoyable. They were racing hard since lap one. And I was wondering, like, you know, normally, especially with stage racing, they don't really do that most of the time. And I don't know what all the factors were, if it's these multiple lanes, if it's that track position still important, but you can still pass. Um, the weather, I you know, I don't know what the factors were, but, I mean, from, you know, you guys were at the track and saw the race, Jackson, Alex, mm-hmm. what did you guys, do you guys agree, like, that was a very jam-action-packed 400 miles? Oh yeah, I, I had a blast today. Um, it's always, I mean, it's always great being at you know the race in person. Mm-hmm. You can watch you know your drivers develop battles, and that's like you can't do that. I mean, regardless of whatever Fox, like they can't follow every driver, right? Yeah. So being able to like watch your driver, drivers, you know, all the way through the day, and especially today when like there were battles happening, or even if there wasn't a battle happening, you could still people try, try to work different lines stuff out what was working in traffic what was working in clean air um and yeah it was it was a really really good day really fun race um i'm I'm leaving very satisfied yeah i think i mean the drivers have so many tools like kansas the bottom to the top works and there's not i mean you might think there are but i feel like there's no race there's not many racetracks on the schedule where you can say that about the entire racing surface Mm -hmm. is able to be kind of ran competitively right um, certainly not like at Martinsville or even sometimes Bristol. It doesn't even yeah. feel like that. So Kansas, and no just, traction compound no, necessary. No, all you need is progressive yeah. banking, okay. which, you know, look at Homestead Homestead thriving with progressive banking. I mean, it's just, that's, I think that's really all you need, but, um, yeah. But yeah. So 37 lead changes, the most in Kansas history, which I think is very impressive. I mean, we've been racing at Kansas for over 20 years now. Um, you know, they did it with the Gen 4 era and tied for sixth most on mile and a half tracks since 1982. This excludes um, super speedway racing in at Atlanta, of course. But that's that's a big thing, especially, you know, when we talk about the next gen car and negative criticisms on it with the aero racing still being a thing. But today 
yes, you know, Arrow is still important, but it's it's always been important, right? Um, Denny Hamlin still overcame that and still won the race at the end, you know, trailing Kyle Larson, and we saw plenty of passes today. And I mean, yeah. Um, what did you, so you know? What do y'all think of just about those lead changes? Yeah, this race, like as you said, Zach, this track of Kansas, you can run the top, you can run the middle, you can run the bottom, and you can just pass wherever you would like. We still have aero issues with this car, of course, but it just feels like they're able to do whatever they want to with these cars at Kansas specifically. And you could point to the Denny Hamlin versus Kyle Larson battle in this race as well, just for that. Because Denny Hamlin, unlike in 2020 with Harvick and Logano, Denny was able to make runs at Kyle Larson and was able to get side-by-side side with Kyle Larson and be able to close in and just be able to run different lines from him. He didn't have to follow him to hope he made a mistake. And just Kansas is amazing. And I don't think Denny Hamlin did anything wrong in that last lap either. Like, that was just hard racing. The tires were wearing out and everything. Just outstanding. And by the way, throughout the race, we also had just tons of restarts as well with all the yellows and everything. And it never felt goofy or stupid. No. And I think a lot of that was just because the, the cautions we had were because these cars are so hard to drive. And that just made the race a lot more fun and made it what it was. Yeah. It's an instant classic, in my opinion. I mean, it's yeah. the multiple lanes and just the tie, even the tire wear we had, which is actually pretty, you know, it was there. It was noticeable. It mm-hmm. let the drivers express their skill. Right. And that's what everyone's been saying. If you let the drivers express their skill, the racing's going to be better. I think that's just the simple formula um, that Kansas Speedway today was able to hit right with this race. Um but, and, you know, we saw that with Denny Hamlin versus Kyle Larson. I mean, it's good when you're a race fan and you're watching two drivers battle and you're putting yourself in their position and you're just like, I cannot believe they are running these perfect lines in this battle, not making mistakes because the chance of a mistake is likely, right? Yep. Even though we say these cars are glued to the track, Larson was getting loose, dude. He hit the wall at he one was. point. Like, love it. That is exactly perfect um jackson you you look like you agree with me very hard uh, uh yeah i i completely and that's the difference between like today and like 2020 right like yeah. you know <laughs> and that's why the wrecks today are different like when you know they're wrecking because they screwed up or you know they're they made a you mistake know that, like a chance of a mistake like just the energy of the race is like so different and you can see it like you can you could see hamlin like working you could see larson working and that's that's what racing's all about so yeah. you could still have like a you know a silly race with like contact and like close still be racing so that mm-hmm. that was really that was kind of the, the today yeah, they really almost hit a balance, I feel like, because, I mean, think about it. If it was really easy to pass, then Hamlin just blows by Larson, right? But, like, the fact right. that it, you have to work for the passing, which is why it's like, you know, IndyCar on most road courses, I'm like, it's fine. Yes, it's hard to pass, but it should be hard to pass, right? It's entertaining mm-hmm. right. to see. Like, that's why Martinsville was good for so many years. You have to work a guy for so long to get by them. And that's just... That just makes for really good battles, in my opinion. So it's almost like, I don't even know if it... I can't say that today there wasn't enough passing, because obviously, and I hate to use numbers and statistics for lead changes, but there was a lot of lead changes. Like, actual lead changes. It, You know? I mean, the numbers, those numbers show that, yes, they can pass, but passing's not too easy, which is great, in my opinion. But, yeah, I mean, that for battle, sure. those last 20 laps, I was... Literally, like, a dad in front of the TV watching a football game. I was yelling. Like, I was cussing out J.J. Yaley because he wouldn't get out of the way. We'll talk about that. (laughs) Are we going to talk about that later? I don't know. I don't care. Um, No. um, J.J. Yaley, I think he was trying to pay back Denny Hamlin for the Richmond incident. Well, it didn't work. (laughs) He was... What did Kyle Larson do to him? No, because everyone apparently has an issue with Kyle Larson now, even if they don't. Tyler Reddick has an issue with him. Um, Ross Chastain now has an issue with him. Um, you could debate. I guess Denny Hamlin has an issue with him. Why? Can y'all please stop wrecking him? Thanks. That's all I need. That's all. That's I don't. I didn't see him. I didn't see Yaley hold up uh, Larson. 
I did. I mainly saw him. I mainly saw him hold up Hamlin. No, he I mean, held you him. Know, up. Maybe caught that. He he took the top line. Larson's running the top line. The the fifty one's taking that line away from him. I'm just saying. He was the only lap car to do that. Okay. Like screw all. I didn't see that. But <laughs> Joe gives racing reject. <laughs> He's still mad. It's been like fifteen years. He's still mad. <laughs> <laughs> God, um, but besides, like, but, but you know, th- again, it was very intense for me, right? And that yeah. it's not every week that that happens, right? Like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. At, I didn't do that at Talladega. I'll tell you that. So, yeah, just saying. Man, I was on the edge of my seat though. The last that last run, it was just so yeah, the entire so last run. Fun. Yeah, it's yep. it was going by so slowly, which is good. Like, because it's yes. like, oh my god, it felt like a Daytona 500 almost, like that that kind of intensity in the last 80 laps. But and I, I think a lot of that was because of the tire wear. I think tires were just really wearing, and we saw like early in the race, like Truex hit it, and a bunch of others stayed out. He like blew through the field and everything. I just, I think tire wear was a huge part of that ending there, and I think I'm assuming Hamlin probably just did better with his tires, and the cars are hard to control and all that. And it was a windy day. There's so many different factors that made this race what it was. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Um. Are we ready to move on to talking about what happened on pit road? Did we talk about the race enough? I think. Like. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Real quick. Uh, Kyle did get to meet Denny Hamlin, our live studio. Audience. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Yeah. Applause. Applause. Um. Yeah, Kyle did get to meet Denny Hamlin. I kind of pushed Kyle into there. Uh, real quick, Kyle, would you want to say something about meeting Denny, the race winner? Yeah, so, okay, I'm going to say this again, since so recording for the second time. <laughs> but you don't have to know, nobody has to know that. Nobody um, has to know that. I have to be here as the lesbian rep- representation of the Gay Racing Podcast. Woo! Applause, applause, applause. Not for myself. Um, so, I got to meet Denny Hamlin. He was doing a QA and a uh, in the, uh, what was that section called? The new section they yeah, added, I don't know, Highline District. And so when he was finished, he came out and um, he was walking back and people were asking to sign stuff. And I was just kind of standing there awkwardly. And um, a little gap kind of opened up and Alex pushed me in there. I shoved Kyle into that little gap. <laughs> I'm glad he did. And so he started to walk past and he started to move on to the guy next to me who was like trying to block me, basically. And I was like, can I get a picture real quick? I was so nervous. And he was like, yeah. And so I took it. And it was a really good picture. And um, I don't know. I was really excited. I was like, okay, if Kyle Busch can't win, I want Denny Hamlin to win. Because I'm, I'm a big Denny Hamlin fan. He's like my third favorite driver of all time, which sounds like a diss, but it's true. Yeah. And um, and then he won. And I was really excited. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Me and Kyle was... have similar experiences of meeting Denny Hamlin, and then he wins the same day. That happened to me at Richmond last year, 2022. So. Just saying. We're so. good luck charms. We are good luck charms. Dennis. Yep. He needs to meet me Dennis, every day. Dennis, if you'd like to meet me, <laughs> I'm oh. down. Anyways, um, unfortunately, <laughs> so we're we're recording like right after the race, and we are all in different places. Um, Jackson has to get going. Um, but Jackson, you wanted to say a few things before you get off about yeah. um what I, this weekend. <laughs> Yeah, well, there were just a few things I noticed that I want to... You wanna, grabbed I your pen. Know, I want the... I you, did. I grabbed my You're pen. Larry Mack right now. You just grabbed your pen, dude. <laughs> I, 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 I got, the trends. What are the I trends? All the screens. Um, there's two things I want to shout out. The first one, Daniel Suarez was having a top five day until that tire got away. Mm. And he's had kind of... I mean, he's had like a... as a had like the track house we saw last year, you know? Um, I mean, his... Other than Talladega, he has... Has had a top ten since Las Vegas. Yeah, he's been quiet. So he was having a good day today, and that tire penalty that, that really screwed him up. So I wanted to make sure he got a shout out for a good day. Also, something that I thought was interesting uh, with Bubba today it goes back to Talladega, and I thought um, after that race that he, that block on Blaney was obviously like really aggressive, right? And I think that I even I, br- I bring it up today. So he was really aggressive in that block, right? And he's going for the win. And in reality, he could have just taken a good points day there, right? Like, he's had a rough few races to the season, but he's at the level now. He can point into the playoffs. He doesn't That's true. necessarily have to win. And I think in that situation, huh. he should have taken points at Talladega. He's probably not mentally now, there yet, though. With like, He hasn't right. made that mental probably. transition, I bet. That's so interesting. Exactly. So today, I was listening to his radio. There was that yellow with seven laps to go in stage two. 
and or it was like 10 laps to go in stage two. Um, and they came on the radio and asked what he wanted to do. And he said he wanted to win and, you know, split the last stage. So they were going to pit. And so they weren't going to be up front for the end of stage two. So Logano ends up winning that stage because he stayed out. So Joey gets 10 points, the playoff point stage win. And Joey still gets a top 10 at the end of the race. Bubba yeah. could have stayed out and gotten stage points and worked his way back up at the end of the race. He had, and a, he had, a, fa- he had a fast car. Yeah, that's so true. But the mindset was so won. focused on the win. He missed out on stage points. And right now, if you remove Bowman, he would only be two points out of the playoffs. Stage points could change that. So I think mm. um, wow. I think if Bubba, he, the mindset needs to switch to points. Now. And like yesterday, now. actually. Like it, needed, right. it needs at, to switch. At Talladega, it needed to yes. switch. If, if, he had, if he had 20 more sure. points at Talladega for not wrecking out, and five more points from today. Sitting okay right now. I mean, so, look how fast Toyota it, is. Oh, Toyota's so fast. Like, they are the oh, only ones keeping up with it. I mean, they're beating Hendrick, right? Like, they're beating Hendrick now, you know, especially since half mm-hmm. their drivers are injured. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, thank you. That's that's really cool, Jackson, that you brought that, that up. That is really that up. I didn't. I just radio today and it it re-emphasized what i was thinking after talladega that's that's a really good insight to kind of bring up but um thank you so much jackson for coming on i wish you could stay longer but you will be back not the next kansas race you will be back next kansas race but before you will be back after the chicago street course race after the chicago street course yeah oh man it's been like two and a half years in the making i've been i've ever since that day they announced the iRacing version i've been i've been dying for this thing and I spent an ungodly amount of money on a ticket, and I, I'm just I'm so excited uh, for the street course. It's been I go walk down there all the time just to see it. They've started repaving the roads down there. Uh, it's not getting. They're repaving the, the roads for the race. That's well, the, I, I guess mean, so. I, think, I don't know if they're doing it like for the race, but they're like you know repaving the roads around there, and it's getting terrible coverage in the city because it's going to close all these streets. But oh. even if it's a one-time thing, I'm gonna have a great time. My fourth weekend, and then yeah, I'll, I'll definitely come back to talk to you guys. About awesome, it. that's that's going to be really exciting. Um, Jackson's socials will be in um the description, of course, as always. Thank you so much, Jackson, and we will see you yeah, thanks, back Jackson. on the GRP after or the GURP, as you like to say, the GURP, yeah, the GURP, <laughs> um, the GURP <laughs> um, back after Chicago. So thanks, Jackson. Thank you for yeah, um bye. giving us your time. Bye. Yeah, yeah thanks, guys. Bye, Jackson. Yep. Um, so Alex, let's continue on talking about the race. Um, do we, I guess, well, so the fantasy drama, of course, I picked Kyle Larson, you picked Tyler Reddick. Mm -hmm. Tyler Reddick spins Kyle Larson on lap four, because of course he does. If I didn't Mm -hmm. pick Larson, that doesn't happen. You realize that, right? Probably not. Like, like that's literally, yeah, that's probably literally what would happen. I am so, I'm having a bad time in fantasy. Even if I got the point, I needed those three points. Um, And, of course, Han- wow. I, that spin didn't even mean anything in the end because Larson's, you know, fastest car. That's why I picked him. Gets right back up there, but then Hamlin gets into him in the end. But, um, I was so funny. I was, I was laughing my ass off when that happened. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I bet you were. I was cussing. I thought it I was cussing. I'm like, lap four, really? Like, I get like, it. How for does that happen, man? Like, IndyCar, we pick Grosjean and McLaughlin, and then that battle happens, and then this happens lap five of <laughs> year. Like, oh my God. Wow. So funny. Mm. And something we kind of forgot to mention about, like, actually, Denny and Larson is like, should Denny be getting a lot of, you know, like, he got booed after the race, right? Like, should mm-hmm. he be getting a little flack for that? Um, for what you know happened between him and Larson? Because, I mean, I don't even know who you blame there. Because it kind of looked. I mean, Larson kind of had an awful exit off the corner and kind of went down a little bit. And it's not like Hamlin's gonna back out of that when it's that was like his fourth time trying to pass him. You don't. He's he was getting impatient. Like you're not gonna back out right. of that or you lose the race. So. Um, no, I think that was just a racing incident. I had no issue with it. I know a lot of the fan base, NASCAR fan base, will not see it that way because yeah. they don't like Denny Hamlin. And it's Hendrick. But, it's a Hendrick car. And it's Hendrick. So, yeah. yeah, I I thought it was perfectly fine. Um, Hamlin was always better in that run in turn one, and then sometimes turn two, depending if Larson got loose or not. So yeah, I think it was just a racing incident, and Hamlin caught him like five four times before that yeah so yeah i don't 
pin any blame on either what, of them. What frankly. Hamlin did really good is he really got close to Larson throughout the corner. He was like right on his quarter panel throughout that whole corner, yeah. getting him a little loose. And that was really the key because other times he was trying to pass him. He was trying to swing down way low. But that time he was like, I need to get close to him to kind of disrupt mm-hmm. him a little bit. And it well, it worked perfectly because, again, Larson did not get that good of an exit. It caused him to kind of veer into the 11 car. And, yeah, I mean. Yeah. So um, it kind of it sucks, but at least Larson, you know, he recovered a second place finish. It's just, um, I wonder how his mental's doing too, though. I mean, you think about the last few weeks for him. He's and, yeah, well, really all year actually. Like, there's at least like three wins he should possibly have that have just kind of right. slipped away from him, and it's it's a little, especially as a fan, it's frustrating. But um, sure. you know, and I, by the way, I think again. That Larson Hamlin battle was just quintessential NASCAR, and the way it ended, like that's quintessential NASCAR. Honestly, God, I would have been so mad if we got a random caution because someone oh, random couldn't a skill issue. I would have, yeah, I would have been livid. <laughs> that ended in overtime, and I don't remember if Jackson said this in the first recording or this one, but no overtimes at Kansas since 2019, which is really interesting. and. That's really like that says a lot. I think. I mean, we've had like seven seven races at Kansas since then. So I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting to me. Um, but yeah. So the race, the racing was great. I mean, you know, we talked about Denny and Larson a lot, but there were so many battles. Fox actually did a decent job at showing other battles that were going on in the back of the the back of the top ten, the back of the top ten. So. And there was good racing all throughout the field. So I'm glad they got that. Yeah. Um, there was one time Kurt Busch was like begging for a replay when there was like this one three wide, three wide moment with Kyle Busch and somebody else, but you know, okay, they eventually got it. Right. He just had to beg for it. So, anyways, <laughs> um, let's go ahead and talk about what happened on pit road because um, and this is <laughs> this is the funniest thing ever because Kyle Larson's in the middle of his interview and TV like you know goes side by side with it now. And Larson literally just stops his interview as he's watching a fight go down. I guess he's watching it, like, down pit road. Noah Gregson yeah. and Ross Chastain. And um, I don't know if you saw the replay, Alex. But basically, you know, the, apparently there was an incident off turn four where Gregson kind of shoved... Um, or not Gregson. Chastain shoved Gregson up into the wall. Obviously, Gregson's not happy about it because, you know, Ross Chastain's a prick. Um, there was even a time where Kyle Bush doored Ross Chastain... And we'll talk that about happened it. right in front of me. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. about it. I get, I'll let you talk about it in a minute. But um, so Gregson's like pushing and shoving Chastain, and then Chastain then swings. So Chastain threw the first punch. Noah Gregson initiated the physical contact. So um, if they were in the principal's office, they're both getting suspended. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like love that analogy. Well, right. Like I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. But but then after. <sighs> This makes me so mad. After Chastain throws the punch, this dude in the ugly ass tan shirt is breaking them up immediately. And I'm just like, dude, come yeah. let them fight. I don't care. Like, it's just at the, then they were just aggressively holding hands because they were trying not to let, let each other go because they love each other so much. So <laughs> it's just yeah. so frustrating. Um, But that's I mean, hey, Gregson, we've been saying actually, no. Everyone's been saying, as Brooke would say, many people are saying this. Someone True, needs to kick <laughs> Ross Chastain's ass. Mm-hmm. Noah Gregson said, "I I'm gonna do it. Hold my beer. Hold Good my hold my hair scissors. Um, <laughs> he might need to hold his hair because it looked like it was gonna fly off for a minute. Um, <laughs> but." Oh my god, it's like someone's finally trying to beat up Ross Chastain, and then Chastain doesn't even get beat up. He All he did was get shoved, and then Ch- Chastain... Someone needs to hit Chastain in the in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Someone needs to punch him in the mouth. When when the TV... or Like, the TV's at the track, they showed the replay of the fight. Like, first they said, oh my gosh, there was a fight. And then they showed the full replay of it. And then when they... You could see Chastain through the first punch. First, I saw your text before I saw that. I was like, "What?" I thought like you like saw it wrong or something. I was like, "There's no way." <laughs> but then they showed the replay, and, and the whole crowd like went, "Oh!" 
It's Chastain still kind of wild for Chastain to throw the first punch, though, when you're think... the one on the defense. Like, Noah Gregson yeah. came up to him. So, the first time he gets confronted, like, immediately after a race, he just starts swinging. Like, But, no, that, Alex, he's sorry. He's sorry. He's so sorry. He said he was so, sorry. At least he's sorry, yeah. Again, as I said last week, he's not sorry. <laughs> at all. No. Even if he says him, it, even if he believes he's sorry, he's not sorry. For him to just immediately go for a swing, and I, I think Gregson did grab him. Yes, I, I get that. But, but like, but Gregson but didn't Chastain, hit him first. Him, I'm just saying. For him to hit first, I really think that shows Chastain does not care. I don't he like really him. Doesn't. I don't even like him as a person right now because he's lying mm-hmm. every time. Because every single week on that microphone, he's lying. I'm sorry. I don't yeah. like him. I hope yeah. he. I I will cheer when he gets wrecked. I'm sorry. And you know, and you know what? NASCAR needs a villain. Yes. Like Kyle Busch oh, is yes. getting up there in age now. He's probably going to do a few more seasons. And Denny Hamlin's in his forties. Like we need a villain. Ross Chastain can be a really good villain. Ever? I don't people. Many people like him. And by the way, in driver intros, he had a really loud reception. Who? I was really surprised by that. Ross Chastain. Like positive. Like it was very mixed. Oh. I was it was like a Kyle Bush intro, but like more cheers and booze, but like yeah. after today Probably like a Denny Hamlin ish. Yeah, like a Denny of, Hamlin. Yeah, because a lot of people do like Denny or at least Denny Hamlin in Richmond because it's you know, it's his home state. Um yeah. but he would still get booze. But um Kyle Bush, you know, he had that little moment with Chastain earlier where he door bumped him and Clint Boyer on the broadcast kept saying Kyle Bush is one guy you don't want to mess with. I'll tell you, I he kept saying, I bet he don't mess with him. <laughs> and I'm just here's the thing. Kyle Bush becomes a top five most popular driver the moment he lays a hand on Ross Chastain. I will say that and I right think now. he'd be the one to do it. I was telling Kyle that I think if Kyle Bush doesn't get wrecked out of this race, he goes over to Ross Chastain because he was very mad. Yeah. And from what I saw on Twitter was that Chastain was mad at Kyle Bush, drove up the side tile, and Kyle was like, What the F is he mad about? Is he mad that he's everyone's mad at him? Like, I don't Kyle yeah, said something like something that. Like that. The yeah. actual, and I thought that was funny. And then Kyle gets wrecked out from something else later. But I really think if Kyle Bush stays in this race and kept racing around Chastain, he would go over there too, because he was getting very upset. But I'll tell you what, yeah, Alex. I think what's that? North Wilkesboro is going to oh, be lit. True. Okay, now, because every time an all-star race gets hyped up, it's literally the worst race ever. But I'm serious you know this time. The all-star race don't even matter, though. They're, are they really going to try wrecking each other at the all-star race? It's a million dollars, but they all Well, I mean, we saw in 2019 Clint Boyer and Ryan Newman. I don't know. I true. feel like you put these drivers in a car, they will... They're competitive. They just want to win a race. They are competitive. Yeah. I mean, if you put, especially at North Wilkesboro, like if it was at Texas, hell no. But like at North Wilkesboro, yeah, I, and I'm not saying it'll be Kyle Busch and Ross Chastain, but Chastain's going to piss somebody off. I'm just saying. I hope, so. I hope that happens. I hope there's a but, fight and there's only five people around them and they can't break it up. I'm just saying. Oh, hopefully. Tensions are clearly hitting a limit, I think, with Ross Chastain. Like, you know, it's been building and building. The entire and building. sport right now feels like, I mean, you got Daniel Trotta, you got like the broadcast, like openly acknowledging that, yes, Chastain is very okay. disliked. They're even kind of criticizing the way he drives. They're even saying, like, when's somebody going to teach him a lesson? Because they recognize yeah. that he needs to be taught a lesson. And, you know, we kind of had that last year. And we kind of had that a little bit this year, but now, like, it, that story going into this race was Ross Chastain. And, like, he came in the point leader. Like, he's been the story of the season. Is he just making everyone mad? And then today, he gets Kyle Busch mad. He gets in a fight with Noah Gregson. We're really hitting a boiling point here. And, like you said, I think it, I mean, hey, the All Star race, that'd be a great opportunity. I mean, Noah Gregson's one it. person, but when, again, when it's a Kyle Busch or even like a, ooh, <gasps> Kevin? Is he too old? Kevin Harvick don't care. He could. No, he would. No, Kevin. Maybe not the All Star race, but like, if he does something, and remember, to him, what? Speak of Harvick, he was like the first person to ever get mad at Ross Chastain like publicly. He's like, I'm not going to run the Xfinity series anymore if they're going to race like that. I forgot remember about that? that. 
I completely forgot about that. Yeah. When everyone liked Ross Chastain, oh my god, back in those days, the DC Solar yeah. days. Oh my god. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah, that was perfect. I forgot so, like, about that. Yeah. And we're going to Darlington next week. We are. And you know, I'm sure we're going to see another fight with Ross Chastain. Like I said, things are just getting too heated right now in the garage. He's the oh. topic. Kind of like Brad Keselowski in 2014 and Logano in 15. It just... It, I think it's worse, actually. I think it's more heated. Logano's so. kind of chill now, low-key, because his car sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's an odd year. Logano's on an off year. He's taking a break. Yeah. I'm not picking <laughs> him to win any single races this year. I can't. I'm not doing that. No. No. I don't I think even though he's won like Atlanta. No, I'm good. Um <laughs> he's gonna flip or some some stupid thing. But um but we're gonna we're gonna have to keep following this. I mean something might happen at Darlington even. I mean it's been happening every single week. We talked about it at Talladega, we talked about it at Dover, we'll we'll keep seeing. But um some other notables from this race before we took a break. Byron, William Byron, um very fast car on the front row with Larson. Um, to start the race, he went two laps down after hitting the wall early. Um, two laps down, recovered that, and finished third. That is awesome. I mean, it just kind of shows again if you were a Hendrick car or a Toyota, you can pass easily. You can come up through the field easily. Um, for sure. And Byron being one very- of Byron being one of the two Hendrick cars that you know, or Hendrick drivers that has not gotten injured this year. Um, very. <laughs> But well, with that said, though, let's talk about Chase Elliott actually, because this was the first yeah, he time like he led he led some laps, right? Like first time since coming back that you know he he got everyone's attention. Like, yeah, I'm Chase Elliott and I can win this race. Um, right. So that was really kind of cool to see. Um, Ty Gibbs. There's mixed opinions on this. Ty Gibbs kind of threw away his race. So yes, he gets spun or something. Um. Almost yeah. saves it, doesn't save it. Um, still kind of saves it though because he didn't hit the wall that hard. His car's fine, right. but obviously he spun. His tires are flat. Um, his dumbass <laughs> drives through three and four to get back to pit road way too fast. His tire blow and that's like rule number one of after you wreck, don't drive too fast. Your tires are down. Um, obviously I'm not a professional, but like, bro. Right. He ruined his own race car, and I'm not even, I'm not even sad that like he had to, um, he had to have his race end there because like he couldn't drive back to the pits because his car was stuck because you know his tires were completely blown up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't feel bad. That was a mistake that Ty Gibbs made. His tires were not blown yeah. from anybody else. I'm just saying. And once again, this was like last week too. Ty Gibbs is really starting to figure out these cup cars. He was running third at one point. He's getting fast. Yes. He's, he's getting, getting fast. fast. He's going to start winning. I know people don't like to hear that, but Ty Gibbs is going to start winning. Cup he races. might win a race this year. This year. I'm just saying yeah. with how fast the Toyotas are and how like no one's really competing with Toyota or Hendrick right now. I mean, it could definitely happen. Yep. So, like he's just getting better and better. I could see him like, I don't know if he'll make the playoffs, but like in the playoffs, he could be like a surprise winner. Yeah. I could, I could see totally that. see that. I could see that. Um, but yeah, um, so Ty Gibbs, we talked about him. Um, here, Alex, so what about the Kansas pylon? Because that's in our, um, that's oh in our God. outline. And uh, I love, I love criticizing a pylon. We talked about the Iowa pylon. Um, yes. That one sucked, right? You can only see like five or ten positions. Um, so what about the Kansas pylon? That so, Was it different from previous years, too? Because like, you didn't mention yeah. this before. So, no, it's the same pylon, but they've had this issue before, and I wish Jackson didn't have to leave early, because, like, he and I were texting about this, like, this is so, this is ridiculous. Cause so, so, you remember at Iowa, the issue with Iowa that I had was they were doing two qualifying sessions for for um, two races at Iowa. One lap was race one, and race two was uh, a oh, lap two. Oh, I see where this is going, yeah. And for that, they only had like the top speeds they didn't like differentiate it at all and like you know i can understand that to an extent for iowa like i would have rather they put up like one of the races um kansas i haven't watched cup qualifying in probably years i used to love going to the track and watch qualifying yeah so practice happens and when qualifying starts they don't wipe the board they don't clear it out so when qualifying's going on 
you still have all the practice speeds on the pylon. That's worse than I thought you were going to say. What? Yeah, it's bad. So they get going, and what they ended up... It just kept changing. It's like at one point, the 78 was like the first car to go. It goes number one. So I'm like, well, maybe they're just going to like drop down on the practice times. I don't know why they didn't wipe it. It's so weird. 78 goes number one. Then like maybe like six more cars, and it does that. All of a sudden, it reverts back, and Kyle Busch, who has not qualified yet, is third. So it it changed it to put all the practice times back on mixed in with the qualifying. It was so hard to follow. They must have so, had someone new working on it. Or like tech issue. I don't like why didn't they just get rid of the practice times? It was so stupid. Yeah. Just wipe it. So then they qualified. You know, they do like the group A, group B. I don't really like that format, by the way. Why don't why are there groups? I don't understand I that. Think it's fine. It was it was just kind of disjointed to me. It felt kind of pointless. Yeah, that's fair. It's fair. I don't disagree. But... It's fair. I, I think I didn't really like it, like, watching it. I think it's just but... to keep track, track conditions more equal. But, like, okay. no one cares. Just no one, literally no one cares. In fact, it would mix up the field more if track, track conditions kind of, like, give some guys yeah. an advantage. And you can still have the but... second round. So, but it's sorry. So I cut they... you off. No, you're okay. And then they had the second round, right? They didn't wipe the board still. Again. So then these times Gosh. get mixed in again. So I think the pole time, it was fastest, but like second was like third on the board. So you so had like, no idea who. No. It would they be like, like Iowa the... where you have to get your phone out. Yeah. And they have like the TV. The TVs have like the running order. And it's like for the TVs at the track, by the way, I do not think the uh, vertical ticker works at all. Oh, because you can't see it. It's like tiny and the font's tiny. They need to go back to the one at the top for at the track, in my opinion. But it's like you could squint at that and see the numbers, and that that was accurate. But then the truck race happened, and I'm like, I don't know these truck guys. So it's like, I can't, this shows the numbers. I don't know who this is, you know? Mm. I don't know. I Flop of the week to the Kansas Speedway pylon. I think (laughs) I said this. Yeah, I said this after Iowa. Y'all need to do something with these scoring pylons because I feel like they're so outdated. Like, can you please just like digit like Richmond's is digital, like make it digital so that you you can just change the graphics on it and do whatever you need to do. You know, Indianapolis put their digital one in not that many years ago, and they just updated it before the Indy 500. The I don't know what they did. Like that just, main like, pylon that's on the front stretch? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I bet David it's, Land was mad about that. That's something David Land will get mad about. <laughs> Is it I'm not I'm not wrong. You're probably not wrong. You oh, that, actually I know so many people were probably mad about that actually. Probably. <laughs> that's insane. But apparently but they they said Indianapolis said that they replaced like all the like I don't know what all all the screens or whatever that's in there, and it's just like that's only been there for like five years. Like they already updated it, and it's just wow. like Roger we're still Pinsky stuck money. with these ugly ones. They have Roger Pinsky money. We're yeah. still stuck with these like pylons from the nineties at, at, track. at a NASCAR sanctioned track. Yeah, I think Kansas they updated it in like twenty thirteen or something. So it's like not yeah. yellow lights; it's white lights now. But like other than that, Ooh. it's the same since one. So cool. <laughs> Yeah, they need, um, they need to update these scoring yeah. pylons. But, yeah, I agree with you. And then Todd Gillen. You got to meet Todd Gillen, right? Yeah, Kyle and I got to meet Todd Gillen yeah. and Zane Smith. But uh, shout out Todd Gillen, though. Like, such a sweetheart, honestly. Uh, it was like a sponsor, Speedy Cash. Uh, they had, like, a location, like, five minutes from my place. <laughs> and we went in there, and they, we were the only ones there. They're like, and then all the workers are like, are you here for the autograph? And then behind them, there's just Todd Gillen sitting at a table. What? There was like no one else there? No. That's like I felt sad. I, I don't, I bet not many people went to this. Wait, um, so it's him and Zane Smith. Yeah. Does Zane Smith even, why is he there? Did he even race at Kansas? Yeah, he was in the truck race. Okay, sure. Oh, because, oh, he runs for, never mind. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's they're right. both front row and they're both sponsored by Speedy Cash. Got but it. um, yeah, Todd Gilland, play of the week. Todd Gilland, like such a nice guy. Like I, I talked to him a little bit. Like I love the videos that NASCAR's having to do with Harrison. 
I've become a big fan of yours because of those. And he kind of smiled and like talked about how he did, just did a video with Harrison with horses. I sent you pictures of that on Instagram. Gulp. And uh, he was like, yeah, Harrison's dad has like horses. I'm thinking my, in my head, I was like, that's Jeff Burton he's talking about. Harrison's dad? You mean Jeff Burton? <laughs> yeah. It was, it was very funny. But, uh, Put some respect on his name, dude. He just called Jeff yeah, Burton was... Harrison's dad. Imagine winning, being a NASCAR race winner, um, being an analyst on NBC, national television, and you get called Harrison's dad. <laughs> Well, like they're those two are best. Dudes, I know. So I'm just. Like, I know. I'm just joking. It's, no, I know. It, it's I, funny because like, if he called, if he said like, Jeff Burton, I would have yeah. been like, "You mean your best friend's dad, right?" Like, yeah. You're, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Todd was so nice. That's awesome. Love him. How about Zane Smith? No comment. <laughs> okay, Ross Chastain. <laughs> I didn't, said no I didn't com- want to say much about that, but yeah, no comment. <laughs> Ross literally said no comment to MRN at one point. <laughs> like, I don't even know what question um, they asked, but it was but TV to, caught it. To, to answer the Zane Smith thing, like, I don't have anything against him necessarily, but he didn't really say anything. I'll, I'll say that. Um, he was collecting that's... the check. Oh, <laughs> Speedy <laughs> Cash. Call it Speedy maybe Cash. Having, maybe he was having a bad day. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to say that. I'm being much, an but... a-hole. <laughs> but yeah, I'm ready for the break if you are, Zach. Um, wait, I wanted to ask you about the truck race. Um, how was it? Okay, I didn't watch, so how was it? Who even and won? <laughs> who did win? Oh, Grant and Finger. I'm about to say you was there. So <laughs> well, I don't know the truck guys. So yeah, truck race was in. Who was? <laughs> like who does Grant and Finger even drive for? I don't even remember. BMS, I think. I think he's in the 23 track. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, that sounds That right. truck race, honestly, the truck race and the cup race were like perfect examples of how too many cautions, one is bad and one is good. The truck race, there were too many cautions. That's and how it was at Richmond when I saw them. So, yeah. Yeah, I haven't gone in a few years, and I was just like, this is why I don't go to these. It's just well, like, eh. Was there an ARCA race, or is that just in the there- fall? There was an ARCA race. We didn't go to it. Uh, Frankie Muniz, I guess, his engine got shut off because of his water bottle. I don't know what happened there. He finished ninth, though. Okay. Uh, I don't know who won that. I couldn't tell you. Well, that's cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and your tweet about you still wish the cup race being a night race was, you know, oh, I, I, I agree. Um, it was perfect. The weather was yeah. perfect Saturday night. It couldn't get any better than that. And that's when the cup race would have been if it was a night race. Yeah. It would just would have been beautiful. My favorite, it was so hot. One of my favorite times of year for NASCAR was all the night races they had in like April and May. Yeah. I that. Um, now we don't really it. just have the 600 and I guess the all-star yeah. race, but it's fine. Um, but yeah, we're going to go ahead and take a break and then in the tea, we're going to talk about um, F1 at Miami and they had us, they had a special person there that, um, might have been at the wrong racetrack. We're going to talk about Legacy Motor Club's big news um, about what they're going to look like in 2024. And Alex got to go to the tweet up and he got some exclusive Bob Pockris certified tea. We're going to talk about that after the break. And welcome back. <laughs> I can't. We, we can't even do the bit right. We can't. Welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast ASMR edition because it's 10 o'clock on a Sunday night. And Zach's mom is awake. Shut up. <laughs> you just exposed me. Oh my god. I gotta pull myself together. Oh, so we're All gonna. Right. Well, hey, Alex, there's nothing better than a relaxing cup of tea. True. With, you know, some whispers and some ASMRs. So, Lay down your night. Tea, I love it. Yeah. So, um, F1 at Miami happened. Um, as all F1 races do, they happen. <laughs> um, did, guess did you what? Watch it? I watched the. I watched two laps of it. It wasn't even the first two laps. I just tuned into it twice yeah. to see what was going on. So, apparently, Max Verstappen started in the back and he had to roar through the field. So that's cool. He started ninth, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And it was at, I mean, it was at Miami, and I, I would love, I would have loved to have watched it, of course, but 
Kansas was on, and I admittedly was more interested in the NASCAR race. So um, that's kind of wild how NASCAR overtook F1 for me. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, that was the first time they've been in conflict for a while, and I, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I mean, the, rat- the ratings will be very interesting to see. I th- I'm sure NASCAR will still beat them out, but yeah, I might. I wish yeah. I checked the highlights before we started talking about it, but um, I mean. Yeah, I don't have anything to say about it. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't watching. Yeah. So. Um, Kansas stole the show today. I think I didn't hear anything too positive from F1, anyways. But um, it it's sounded cool. very negative. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll, I need to pick an F1 race soon that I just pay attention to a lot and see what's actually going on with it. But um, what's interesting is that there was a certain person at the F1 race of the name of what's his name, Steve O'Donnell, NASCAR executive. You ever heard of it? I've heard of him a lot, actually. Um, I'm very concerned with what he's doing um, because he's trying to ruin NASCAR. Um, oh, did I say that? Who said that? You did say that. That oh, was you. Nope. <laughs> Slipped out. Um, <laughs> so he's at the Formula One race, which... What? Interesting. <laughs> interesting. Very. That's an interesting choice. I don't know if I personally would have made that choice. But you do. But maybe you should leave more often. Kansas was race of the year. Jesus. Like maybe it's his presence is why NASCAR's kind of rough now. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. But um, he should, he should miss like the next like five races just as an experiment, <laughs> just to see. I'm just wondering why he was there. Like, w- like yeah, where was he there? That's because like when you run a sport, I feel like like that's your thing. I don't know why you would. I mean, like. <sighs> Do we think he was there as just a fan or do we think he was there as like, what if NASCAR and F1 like did a partnership weekend like to do with IndyCar? Like, I mean, there's so many special people at Miami in terms of celebrities, right? Like, so it's not yeah. too far fetched to think like a, you know, an executive of the most famous motorsport in America is at, you know, an F1 race in America. I guess it's fine. Yeah. And there's nothing, you know, there's nothing really wrong with it. Um, it's just no. weird. Like it's interesting. It is. It's interesting. like what does that mean? Why and I it could just be nothing. Yeah, I'm trying to find it, the tweet because I want to see what the replies are saying. I don't see it. Where is it? I can't. I forget find who tweeted that. I believe I sent it to you. <gasps> Did um, you? Yeah. Wait, what? Well, it was on Twitter though. It was on. It was on texting. Okay, I'll just pull it up. But yeah, I just. Um. Oh my God! Splatfest results. Um. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I was going to tell you those at the end. I'm going to not look at them. (laughs) Okay, I'll surprise you. Okay. Oh, God. Sorry, Splatfest is a Splatoon thing. Anyways, but... um, Steve O'Donnell. Wait, yeah, 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 there he is. Denny Delivers. Um, Denny Delivers. Denny Delivers? Delivers. Like, honestly. Um, (laughs) Yeah, he's walking with some important-looking guy um, from the FIA, so... That is interesting. I... It could just mean nothing. Maybe it's just like, welcome to America. Thanks for being in our country. Uh, we're NASCAR. Our country? We, we <laughs> NASCAR owns America. <laughs> well, they're the number one motorsport in America. I wonder if he learned anything. If, like, he was just... I don't know. I would love to hear why he was there. That's what I really... And I don't yeah. mean that in, like, why were you there? I mean, like, I'm just genuinely curious. And, you know. Yeah. Um, big news out of Legacy Motor Club, or formerly known as um, Petty Motorsports, um, you know, the 43 and the 42, they are switching to Toyota in 2024. Um, and I was, I was on the floor when this came out. I mean, I was, like, mildly shocked, because I just didn't expect it to happen, but, I mean, we talk about Toyota all the time, about how they just don't have a lot of teams, it comes up a lot at the super speedways, and it's a big kind of factor um in terms of you know their driver development pipeline um they don't have two or they have a lot at the bottom in trucks and xfinity kind of but they don't really have a lot at the top level right they only have you know the six cars with 2311 and joe gibbs racing but now this is adding two more cars to the stable and it's not just two you know it's not like gaunt bros it's like two it's a competitive-ish team with you know Jimmy Johnson behind it, right? Like, um, so that's that's a big deal for both parties, Toyota, and I think you know Chevrolet or you know if you're GMS, 
You're not the third best Chevy team, are you? I don't think you are. No, I would honestly say they're probably last. Like, they're ahead of Spire and maybe some other smaller team I can't think of. Well, like, there's Hendrick, there's Childress, there's um, somebody else. Trackhouse. Trackhouse, right? There's... Um... I mean, I feel like I'm, we're missing... Colleague. Colleague's oh, yeah, one. Colleague's a big one. So they're at I least, like, fifth. And, but yeah. being a third Toyota team and what's, I mean, obviously Toyota, the entire manufacturer is very like, um, I'd say put together. Maybe. Like when, when Toyota is running good, all of the Toyotas are running good. Like look at today, look at today exactly. at Kansas. They were all like one through six at one point. Yeah, probably basically all up there. Um, so I think this is a really good deal for both parties. And what I thought was funny is the people on Twitter getting mad about it because like Jimmy Johnson and Toyota, that doesn't make sense. My boy, he drove a Honda and IndyCar. Yeah. Like for two years, he drove a, well, I guess Cadillac was a kind of That's a Chevy. GM yeah, it's Chevy. So, but yeah, this was, this blew my mind. And now Toyota gets Eric Jones back, which that's, that's interesting. And Noah Gregson. And also, they get Noah Gregson back as well. Yes, I'm sure they missed yeah. him. <laughs> and, man, crazy news. And today at Kansas, I was at the tweet-up. And, you know, at the tweet-up, it's Bob Pockris and Jeff Gluck. And then they kind of just stand there. We all kind of just chit-chat about the news and what we expect from the race. And one of the other journalists that were there, I don't remember who exactly brought it up, but it just kind of sparked a conversation about a legacy going to Toyota, right? And Bob was talking about it, and he's like, you know, I heard about it early last week, and then they dropped the news. Like, and it just kind of happened really fast, Bob Pockris wow. was saying. That's really interesting. And so I asked Bob, and, you know, we've talked about the Kyle Busch saga on here a lot last year. And I asked Bob, does if Toyota sees this switch for Legacy as like a replacement for Kyle Busch Motorsports because GMS has a truck team. And Bob Bob's answer was really interesting because he said GMS is nervous about this manufacturer change. And that's not the answer I was expecting because GMS, Bob explained, is Chevrolet's number one team in trucks. Right Who cares? Now. I'll tell you right now, no one cares. I no GMS one's watching trucks. I think Maury Gallagher okay. cares. How about you run good in cup and then you'll have plenty of money for your truck team? But so I think that is it really interesting though, like for real. And KBM maybe they'll become number one if that truck team switches to Toyota now. But very interesting that Bob was like, Yeah, they're two different entities, the truck team and the cup team. I guess they and, are, yeah. That's true. It was very interesting that they're nervous. That's the word Bob used, and he didn't really expand beyond that. He just said they're nervous, and he didn't really say, yeah, the GMS is going to switch to Toyota. No, yeah, that's fair. I'm being a little... Um, You're being a little rude. I'm being a little... <laughs> but, like, for real, though, because if you think about trucks, what Thor sports Toyota, um, mm -hmm. there's a lot of Toyota teams in trucks, aren't there? I feel yeah, like I mean, Kyle Busch Motorsports was, like, the core of the Toyota... Field and trucks. Uh, Tricon, that team was like David Gilliland's team before. Maybe yeah. it still is. They just rebranded. I ain't going oh, to act, I, ain't act like I know who that is. So, <laughs> But they have like four trucks or something. And yeah, as you mentioned, Thor Sports back at Toyota as well. Yeah. So yeah, if GMS goes back, they're going to be in a crowded little field now in trucks uh, within Toyota. But then I asked a follow-up question after all that happened. And because it, he said GMS was nervous, I was like, that's kind of weird. Because Legacy Motor Club is Petty, which is not really like Richard Petty, but like the Petty team. It's a GMS and now Jimmy Johnson. So I asked Bob, is, was, so if GMS is nervous, does that mean Jimmy Johnson led the charge in this Toyota swap? And the answer was plain and simple, yes. Mm. Like, mm. this was a Jimmy Johnson. Wait. That's interesting. And Jimmy Johnson's only been there for a few months. And, and he's, he's making make moves. Moves. He's making Matt moves, dude. He got money. Yeah. 
I think this makes a lot of sense for, like we mentioned, they were like fifth and now they're going to be like the third Toyota team. And also from this, Bob and Gluck were saying they're not going to get parts from Joe Gibbs Racing. They are going to be their own Toyota team. But it's going to be the first Toyota team to that not, does not get their oh. things from Joe Gibbs Racing well, then, Michael Walker Racing. Then what we said about Toyota and the, all the teams running together, I don't think that applies to them. But also, it's a spec. That's fair. It's a spec series yeah. anyway. What does that even matter? Well, data. Data matters, I guess. But It's a lot of data. and So they're not like, going to be getting any of that data, which is interesting. I think they might get some, because, you know, they're same manufacturer. It's still Toyota, but yeah. But it, it's still Toyota. I think they're going to run better than they are right now by a yeah. lot. I mean, look at Toyota. Toyota is fast. Like, the body, yeah. the aerodynamics. I mean, it's fast. And they're going to get those Toyota engines are really fast. But, yeah, as I said, like, they're going to be the first Toyota team to not get their stuff from Joe Gibbs Racing since Michael Waltrip Racing. It's been a decade. That is insane. Like, Furniture Row got their stuff from Joe Gibbs Racing. Take me back to Red Bull and Michael Waltrip Racing, man. The, ugh, the good old oh, days. Red Bull. I miss actual, Red Bull. When there were actual Toyota teams. Pretty sure there yeah. were more Toyota cars in 2007. <laughs> than probably. <laughs> well, in 2008 when Gibbs. Well, 2008, yeah, when Gibbs. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, The other... Do you have anything else to say on this, uh, Jimmy Johnson, Toyota? No, that's really interesting. I'm glad you were there to get the Bob Pockers tea. That's really good. Yeah. Um, I I will also say is that the tweet-up is a lot of fun, and we kind of talked about Jimmy Johnson and how he was, of course, Chevrolet. Like He was their guy for years. He won seven championships with them. But, hey, he's a team owner now, Mm -hmm. and... His, as a team owner, his best decision is to leave Chevrolet and go to Toyota. Mm-hmm. And you can be upset about that, but I really do think that's the right choice for them. Um, the other thing I got from the tweet-up, and we talked about this last week, um, pretty much got confirmation that Josh Berry will be in the four next week. Like, that's happening. Good. That's, I mean, he was running that 48 car in the top 10 today, dude. He's ready. He was. He's ready for He's Cup. I'm twice. sorry. He spun twice, but he still, like, ran good. Like, he didn't, like, panic and, like, you know, start running bad or whatever. But, yeah, I it sounds like it's a done deal that Josh Berry will be in the four next year. That's really good, then. Um, And I think you can expect an announcement at Coke 600 weekend. Uh, So in a few weeks. Nice. So, again, I'm just a fan. I'm not no journalist. I'm not an insider. This is what I was told at a tweet-up. So I don't think anyone can get mad at me for that. So uh, take that as you will. Yeah. But um. And yeah, shall we get into fantasy? Yes, and um, I think you forgot about this, but IndyCar is at um Indy Road Course this weekend. I did so. forget because my college graduation is during that race, oh, and I'm right. like, I don't plan on watching that. So like, I totally forgot that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I got you. Um. But yeah, so, um, and again, to recap the NASCAR fantasy drama, Larson finished second, Reddick ninth. <sighs> but hey, I, I, I'm closing in that gap. You have eight points, I have six points, so I'm two behind. IndyCar, what, it's like eight to zero right now? Um, eight to zero, yep. Yay, but I spent <laughs> a lot of today doing research for my picks um, because I'm taking oh. this very seriously, and I think that... It is good if we, if we if I somehow take you to a fourth pick again, that means I'm doing my job. So that's what yeah, I'm I, I would agree. That's a that's, that's a good sign. If so you're going that far. let's go ahead and do NASCAR no, first. Um, we have yeah. our little notepads out, and I'm writing my um. Wait, yes. Um, I have three for each. Um, oh, came prepared. I haven't prepared as much this week. So I'm, I'm busy winning this i don't care i'm going to win this like <laughs> gonna get on the board in indycar i'm saying i'm getting on the board dude um so we're going right. to nascar first right yes okay yes i have i hope the numbers aren't going to be reversed i don't think they are think, no they're not i think on mine i think on mine they will be reversed no it will be for you but i see you normal because i'm looking at your shirt right now and it has the three normal so yeah oh okay but for cool. you if for you it's a mirror but yeah anyway so are you ready all right Yep. All right, let's show them. 
Mm, I can get it right. You picked Truex. I picked Hamlin. Cool. Okay. Nice. Toyota. Toyota. Um, Truex was on my top three. He wasn't my top three, but um, okay. so Hamlin has a really good average finish at Darlington. He's won there many times. With this win at Kansas, he's hot. I mean, he, he was hot. he was hot before winning at Kansas, but. <laughs> But I just think he goes um, on a tear right now, dude. I mean, he's going to some really good tracks for him. Um, so man, that'd be cool. Yeah, so, I yeah. could see it. Truex uh, was I've been really. It's always really good at Darlington, so yeah. I think that's a really solid pick. And he's really running well after he got his win as well. So I, this could be down to Truex and Hamlin, honestly, for the win. Yeah, and you can never count out Hendrick right now. So well, Kyle Larson is going to be fast. It's just he's never won at Darlington before, and with his luck this year, I didn't want to make him my first pick, so I wasn't going to go do that. Um, of course, right. now he'll go win Darlington, so <laughs> it's fine. I'm fine. Um, but let's go ahead and talk about IndyCar at the Indianapolis Road I just, Course. I just wrote down my pick. I am writing down mine. Um, I, I was gonna write something funny, but no, I won't. I'll tell you about it after. I'm, all right, are you ready? All right, all right, let's yeah, go. I know I'm not counting down because it's not like we can change it fast. So, can you see that? Wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I see it. So Alex picked Will Power. I picked Scott McLaughlin. That's interesting because Power was my number two. Power was my number two. Really? Um, okay. Because Power has been really good at the Indy Road Course lately. But um, if we go back to last. Well, really, Team Penske in general, they were very fast at um, the second Indy Road Course race last year and um, only getting beat by, who was it? It was Christian Lungard and who and Rossi, right? So Rossi dominant. Yeah. Um, but what's also interesting, Andretti swept the races there last year with Herta and Rossi. So Roman Grosjean, I do expect him to be in the mix. I didn't want to pick him this week. Um, Scott McLaughlin is just doing really good this year. I think he's going to be fast. I think power here. The thing about power is I don't see power winning and I need wins. I need to catch up. I see power finishing second or third. I need, I need, I need this win. That's why I didn't want to necessarily pick power for my first. So if you wanted a win, why didn't you take a risk with Colton Herta? I don't want to No, Nope. I'm not taking risks. I can't take risks. I need okay. I need I need drivers that I know I can that can win. I know Scott McLaughlin can win. I don't think Colton Hurdles can win right now. I'm picking drivers I know can win. I'm not gonna pick a driver that's like probably just going to finish third. Colton Hurda did win this race a year ago. Yes, but it's it also point. rained. So it's like Okay. I, I think, there is I think there's rain in the forecast, by the way. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I I, <laughs> I think I think Grosjean is Probably the favorite because this has been his best track. He did not run good here last year, though, did he? That's true. He his first attempt here in the fifty one was yes. like really good. He I forget not, last. He just didn't have. I may he might have had issues, but he just didn't have a good I showing here last it, year. It was a. I don't think it was a him thing. Yeah, probably. Uh, not. Rossi will be interesting, but that's with McLaren. I, McLaren doesn't really run good here. I feel like. I mean, yeah. I do. I no. Pato was up here at the start of last year, but. Yeah, I almost went with Kyle Kirkwood because he's driving the dominant Rossi car. He's been pretty solid this year. Um, You know, Joseph Newgarden always comes to mind. I don't see that happening. Um, Maybe he could have a random perfect weekend because that seems to be how his weekends go nowadays. Either awful or perfect. Um, I if we would have gone multiple rounds again, I was going to pick Christian Lungard. Because Lungard won, he finished second at the last race. His debut was here, and he ran very well. And by the way, he ran top five all of Barber. Yeah, I think he's hot right better now. and better. He is, and I think he would have been like a solid like top five yeah. result. Like if your guy had like issues or something. Yep. Oh, we'll see how this goes. Um, it's yeah, gonna be a hard and- one because. You- you just need to go on the board. Two wins, and you're still not tied with me. I would so. like to get... Yeah, I need... Mm. The whole month of May right now is going to be interesting. It's the kind of the time where I really need to swing this back. Um, you really do. Yeah. So, we'll see what happens. But two, we picked a pair of teammates in both races. 
We did. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. What I was going to write on the sticky note is the guy on your shirt. I should have written that because you have the Scott shirt oh. on right now. I should have wrote that. <laughs> that would have been funny. <laughs> then you just look down and you're like, oh. <laughs> so, um, so we'll see. Uh, but yeah, thank you, um, everyone, for listening to today's, today's episode. <laughs> I'm falling apart. Um, thank you again, Jackson, for um, taking some of your time to come visit us today. Um, and Thank we're you. very excited for you to come back on after Chicago. Um, I can't, I kind of forgot that race exists. Like, and I keep forgetting that's going to happen, but it's going to be wild. Jackson has been wanting that forever. Yep. I feel like in episode like six, whenever he had him on for the first time, Jackson was calling for a Chicago street course race. And now it's finally happening. We're going to have him on here to talk all about it. He's going to be there. So it'll be a lot of fun for that. Yep. And thank you again, Kyle, who is right behind you, um, playing Splatoon right now. Um, yeah, other, other applause, applause. <laughs> our first live studio audience. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, um, I hope Alex and Kyle. I hope you guys had fun. It sounds like you had a lot of fun at Kansas this weekend. You saw. I gotta get you out here. You saw best race of the year. I'm now open to going to Kansas because, you know, they put on some good racing. So. Yeah. Best track on the schedule, baby. Best track on the schedule, easy. So, yeah, um, we will see you guys next week to talk about the Indy. Oh, it's a good weekend of racing next week. Indy, oh, IndyCar on Saturday that you can't watch. Um, <laughs> Don't rub it in. At least um, the Indy Road Course. I'm not too sad. <laughs> Indy Road Course is good. I Low-key. <laughs> actually, like yeah, they, they kind of have some stinkers, actually. You're it's right. It's probably the worst track on the schedule, but, like, you know. <gasps> That is what? so bold. I think it is. But I can't argue with that. That's crazy. Like, you could maybe say Toronto, but like, eh. That's crazy. <laughs> is it the worst? Yeah. That's a crazy sentence, but it's kind of right, isn't it? Wow. And they race there twice, which really annoys me. Yeah. All right. So, well, and but then Darlington, anyway. Mother's Day. Um, That's going to be fun. I'm excited for that. <laughs> Um, no IndyCar NASCAR conflict too, so that'll be great. Um, but yeah, we will see you guys next time to talk about all that. Follow us on Twitter at Gay Racing Pod. Um, follow us on Instagram as well, and follow Alex at New Gaiden to see you know ever everything that happened with him at Kansas um this weekend. Follow me at Dreamy Zach GP to watch me complain about fantasy. Um, follow Jackson at underscore J Todd fourteen underscore and course leave us a rating on spotify and apple i don't know what kyle's twitter is i will put it in the description um starcade 97 yeah, is that right starcade 97 yeah. i'll three r's three three r's okay all right bye guys see y'all next week bye we're less weird